0: Okay guys,
1: welcome all of you, uh, do you want me to uh, speak through the microphone, is it better for you or uh, can I speak like without the microphone, what do you say, I think it's like only, what do you say, how many people can hear me with, with no microphone please, is it much better for you, okay, so I will try to shut out. <laughs> Perfect. So we've we, we made a first decision, we'll switch it off. Cool. So uh, welcome us again. Uh, I was told to speak in English because uh, we are your storage, right? Of course. No, no worries. No surprise. And, uh, I'm really pleased to see all of you here. We are quite a decent uh, quorum of people, which is fantastic. I see some of the faces, existing like faces, new faces. Uh, by the way, how many people are uh, known about uh, our community and how many people are here for the first time, please? So what the is a good story because we are getting a little momentum. So that, that that's 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 pretty fine. Cool. So uh today we are at the uh, uh this ninth uh, uh meetup of, of ours while basically we are been through most of the companies. And uh today we are gonna talk about some exciting topics. <laughs> the topic is of course the performance reviews, how to make people grow, how to listen to them. <laughs> How <laughs> to make sure that they don't disappear from one day to another? To another company, we all know how things happen. <laughs> uh, there might be some of the things that you might be surprised. How many? How many uh, companies actually do not have some sort of a uh, you know performance review framework, uh, curve framework, and so on and so forth? So, well, uh, there will be some of the things that we will be talking about. Uh, it will be full of information. So, please uh, stay tuned with us. Uh, I will take my clicker with me. Um, So the good thing is that actually we are roughly like, I think we are about 60 people, I guess. Uh, It's already close to 100 of people, 200 people that are part of the community. So if you want to be part of that, uh, it's not for free. (laughs) You get into something for that. Uh, Be a little bit proactive. Nevertheless, this community is uh, built especially for engineering managers uh, in our Czech Central Europe uh, territory. And uh, our purpose is really to make sure that we help local, your storage international companies to basically grow. So the mission statement is that we really want to make sure that we are wanting the right uh, companies to uh, catch up with uh, the ecosystem that comes from the startup uh, compared to uh, Berlin, compared to Amsterdam, compared to London. That's our mission. That's why you are here. Okay, cool. Uh, There is one condition why i want to ensure that this uh, session is really uh valuable for you the rule is that we are not going to talk theories we are going to talk practice uh i hate speaking theories i'm reading like hundreds to thousands of different books and uh the topic about performance reviews being laughed that's what we want to cover of course to put hard it's sort of egocentric a little bit <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, what's really, what it really translates to is that we want to make sure that we create the carrier framework and performance review system that people sort of like accept. <laughs> the performance review that is, I would say, easygoing. We want to create a performance review that is fair. That's one of the principles that I'm looking for. Okay? So uh, the first thing to remember the reason why usually people talk about performance reviews and why we have it in place is the principle of fairness. Moving on, uh, I want to welcome Honza. Everyone. And uh we have Martin. Can you guys please come to us, uh, closer so people can see you? Because I know that my face is not the most uh, intellectual. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we decided to uh, make a combination of all of us because uh, Oza uh, is coming from Pure. Martin, is, uh, you are the uh, product board uh, ex-director. Basically, if you can put some of the words about uh, your background know, for like, a couple of seconds, that would be nice. So, starting with Oza, please. Hello,
0: I'm Yann. I'm an alcoholic.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm working as a
0: engineering manager here at Pure. I'm here for like, roughly two years. And I'm I've been working with uh, teams like PDS and current Lamborn here as a fusion engineering manager.
2: Cool. And I, Martin, I have a real beer. This is, <laughs> <real> beer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this, is this is just a piece. <laughs> <I've
2: worked. laughs> so I work for a decade I worked as an engineer. And then I work in uh Leftago CTO and Brightboard as active engineering.
1: Okay, cool. And the reason why we have all uh you know why you have all the guys, all the three of us here together is that, as we were saying, we want to talk real stories, the stories that are part of the performance reviews what's happening usually to us, and not some sort of theory books that you can link, uh, you, can, you can read from the blog post and, uh, uh, you know, other media. So I think it'll only pretty much useful, and that's one of the conditions uh, to make it work and uh, the work for you to attend. So really what we want to make sure is that each of, each of us, each of you, Leaves with at least one idea that you want to implement in your company or in your team in the end, starting tomorrow. Okay. So, thank you, guys. Uh, you will be part of that. And uh, I think, uh, uh, Honza, you can stay. actually, <laughs> okay. Honza will be the first uh, uh, person to, to get roasted. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we'll leave that too. So. Okay. So, thank you and uh, enjoy Honza's talk.
0: Uh, as Martin says what, what you will bring uh, from this maybe you will bring how to not to do that uh, that's mine. that's mine mm-hmm. yeah talk <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can share something but not <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so i'm young yeah, i'm engineering French engineer of here and uh, let me start with a whole story uh, i've the for it. and it's Alice, uh, the engineering manager, and both with her direct report. So uh, Alice and Bob are having their usual one-on-ones, regular ones, but uh, usually they are not putting much faults into these one-on-ones, so they do not have much points to discuss. Usually the the, the one-on-ones are very quick, and uh, in case there is some debate, it's usually slightly towards the status <laughs> side instead of uh, talking about Bob and his uh, his uh, story as uh, an as engineer. So when Bob asks uh, Alice uh, for a feedback, he's not much ready for this and uh, she just uh, responds very easily. What is the easiest for her? We are doing, doing great, Bob. Everything is awesome. Based on this feedback, Bob is feeling really well about himself. He's hearing superlatives, uh, no problems at all. Uh, and he's feeling like a superhero. Naturally, uh, he would have a tendency to think that, hey, my performance review will be awesome and I can expect great bonus. At some point, Alice is forced to basically do the performance review at the end of the year as every, in every company. And uh, she has to think about the, her team and uh, how everyone within the team is doing. And eventually she finds out that Bob is not doing that great as, uh, as others. In fact, at some points he's lacking and he's not meeting her expectations which means that naturally she should give him a, a bit worse rating so that it is fair towards the team. So the performance review time comes and she does both. Bob is completely devastated because he was not expecting this. He was expecting uh, some superlatives about his performance, but he's now hearing that not everything is awesome and he's getting the bad performance review. When he heard this, he stopped listening what Alice was telling him because he's still thinking about, hey, why am I getting this? He's completely lost. And what happened that he lost trust in himself as an engineer. And he decided eventually to change his career track and uh, became a rapper because he still ends an <laughs> up. And now Alice lost his engineer. So what do you think Alice could do better in this short story? Was everything good? And it's like the problem of bot only? What do you think? She could ask better. She could ask better. Mm-hmm. Ask what? Sorry. Uh, ask better. Yes. What do you mean by that? Can you explain? I don't it? know. You just let like put the normal uh, question, but then you can ask answers like yes or no or yeah.
2: good. That's it. She could ask like or more better uh, answers, <laughs> like better questions.
0: Okay she should basically do everything, not to surprise Bob during uh, during a performance mm-hmm. review. Don't. Nice. Okay. It's like every time you surprise somebody during the performance review, probably did a, did a bad job. Yes. Yes. What else?
2: Any other ideas? But she, she should take care of Bob uh, continuously from the beginning, uh-huh. and one-to-ones, and pay attention to the relationship between themselves and not just waiting for a performance review
0: and then... Excellent.
2: Yeah. Actually, uh, she, uh, she, uh, telling that they they should be on the same page, prepare with the KPIs and performance reviews. So he should know what the metrics are in order to just, understand that is he reaching the goal or not. And he should also do some kind of. Once he is aware, uh, some some the, his performance review would not be a, a shock Okay,
0: that's very good. And I think this is a good intro to my two main points and it's (laughs) something like define a contract or some achievements throughout the year. And again, it would bring him, uh, bring her much more inputs towards the final final, uh, performance review. Mm -hmm. One last thing. What do you think happened to Alice? She was promoted. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i was more pessimistic so <laughs> after some some time she lost trust of her company and she had to change the game track as bob but unfortunately for her she was not a good singer so she had to do something else okay cool. now it's time for comments what do you think was there something i've missed you have some questions to this? Yes. Okay, like how do you tell an engineer that hey, this is the team performance. This is how we it in the pace we are moving, and like you are to blow without getting them demotivated, and but it, but actually getting them easier to kind of you know mail this we thing. Well, the contract. I think if you have the contract defined right, I think it would help you, because in case everyone is following the contract and you still think that somebody is lagging behind perhaps you have not defined the contract well enough. The contract should be, let's say, challenging enough. And in case Bob would fulfill this contract and this agreements so together with the goals, he would deserve a good feedback. And in case some people will surpass this uh, contract, they should get let's <laughs> say, some, I don't know, on-track plus or some mm-hmm. uh, exceed expectations rating, rather than, let's say, penalizing Bob for, I don't know, that uh, Peter was even much, much better, like a superstar. And in case you would have this, and somebody would still try to force you to give bulk bad rating, I would go into, like let's say, challenge with HR to tell them, hey, I have the evidence that this guy for everything what he has agreed, and I believe that he should get a regular rating, not, let's say, some uh,
1: worse rating. If we the other thing is that, you know, the, the message that, other team members are doing better than you, or you are doing worse than the others is no something you want to get to. You should not be, say people by comparing them necessarily to other but not by comparing them to the goals. Yeah.
0: Which the contract and the goals together would help you to do that, right? Not to, not to tend to the conversation. He did that. I did this and what is better and what is worse. I should mm-hmm. stick to the facts. So there should not be no social comment of the statement. And again, written everything, goals, mm-hmm. uh, and notes and the contract is like really fact oriented rather than, mm-hmm. let's say, he did that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm interested how it in the tone that Alice was fired. <laughs> <laughs> heard many stories. <laughs> in, but I haven't read the stories of Benven and would being fired. Okay. Uh, maybe there were multiple bobs and Alice ended up as a solo manager without any, anyone working with her. So yeah. I can imagine that uh, people may be promoted to the extent that uh, they are capable of and then they let's say stay on the position. That they are promoted to a position they walk with Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps with Alice we were very uh, straight and so she had to do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has to receive the feedback from somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was awesome until she was fired, right? <laughs> but she managed to get rid of uh, employees, which were not so performing, maybe she was. Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: Yes, F- F- up. I'm uh, getting back to the case uh, that you collect uh, the feedback from the other stakeholders. So,
1: did you check such a situation
2: uh, in uh, your team at- it is a, uh, first i would like to give you a story mm-hmm. how maybe the participants tackled that situation in a wrong way but uh this some somehow asking uh, the other stakeholders for the opinions uh, for each pattern led to combat blood because uh they, they just uh f- it's yellow mm-hmm. from from the, the other. Some sort of kind of kind of blame. Blame blame. Uh, in case of the blame blame culture, uh, it really
0: created a bad blood. And I saw that for um, in my own eyes. I was always trying not to do it within the team, but with, with uh, external stakeholders. And in case it was within the team, it was with the techniques online. So that basically, I consider the techniques major enough. So then they can provide honest and let's say straight feedback without blaming others. I'm not looking for somebody to blame. hey, he this did wrong. Mm. But in case somebody would be telling me something, okay. like, I would also ask for evidence or something like that. So in my career, it never happened that people would be, let's see, blaming on each other, because I was trying to basically do it first in private. So basically they were not aware. I was not telling them, hey, Peter said that you did this and it was completely screwed up. It was people will tell each other that's the case, okay, and that's even worse, I think. that I see, but I, I'm wondering whether it was within the managers or within the let's say the programmer for him to direct reports. Because I was never let's say going into the team and asking, Hey, Bob, what do you think of uh, Peter? Hey, Peter, what do you think of Bob? What do you think of uh, Joe and others? It was always like with uh some level of maturity of the people so that they can have their experience with providing a feedback. That's well, what I was trying to do. People
2: had, uh, some level of maturity, I think.
0: Okay. And so then this didn't happen to me, <laughs> luckily, maybe I like it
2: then. <laughs> but maybe I'm asking if uh, you have some uh, recipe for uh, how to tackle that, if, uh, uh, how to, I think, blame well, we less, level, like less uh, uh, environment around you,
0: if it's about it or something else. Maybe we are lucky in pure that we do not have this blame culture, but we are trying to focus on, on, a, on a success and honest feedback in case there's, let's say, even for that. Well, you don't believe that uh, yourself, <laughs> this,
1: this
0: is only, it never this happened to me that only reason. in <laughs> books. <laughs> <laughs> you're honest blaming someone else, usually what I ask is hey, that we've been working together mm-hmm. because you have solve the issue at first, they give the feedback.
2: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's, that's even the case when, uh the director or someone will ask for uh, other stakeholder for the opinion to the other why he doesn't go uh,
1: to that guy himself and just uh, talk about some problems they can see based maybe on some metrics or not delivered kpis or whatever okay uh, in my career i was not in the situation that
0: people would be I'd say in a war since i'd say try to blame each other luckily okay. Maybe it will happen to me. I think that I will remember the few words that I was like, Lena, <laughs> but so far, I have an extreme that
1: Okay. And the last question, please. I have one. Um, okay. no, no, we
0: can go too. <laughs> uh, the... <laughs> You're the boss. <laughs> so
1: we're in the engineer manager, and we're talking about defining contracts, uh, I'm curious what kind of contracts do you give to your engineers because I mean. It's easy to give kind of KPI yeah, like, I mean, it's not exact. from before engineers, like, okay, if you do a thousand bytes
0: of code, like 10 large requests, then you're doing good. So what kind of contracts can you give KDA to your engineers? Usually, if you are working in the uh, big companies, you have some definition of the expectations on uh, on people's roles, like uh, on the level or something like that. This is a very good source of, let's say, definition of the contract. So sometimes I'm asking the people, hey, you should go through that or go through that, and let me know if something is not clear to you. We can go through this in in pure via and get the levels metrics, basically there is clear like definition of what is expected from these people on this level. So usually what I'm trying to do is basically make sure that people understand that and in case there is something extra or something like that, we are also going through that. Plus we define the goals which are also supported for this contract. So that we, if we combine this together it's very easily to it's whether somebody is following this contract or whether they are missing something and then we can work on it together. It doesn't mean that if you are missing some part of this contract that you are wrong. It may be that you did not have a time for that or you will focus on something else. So my goal is not to catch people on something not doing, but how to make sure that they are fulfilling that. Once I view a profiles, you can maybe you focus on core quality or self development So, as you can cover in less video, feedback
1: But what if the goals are... What if uh, Bob's bones are exceeding your company's capabilities? Okay. For example, his goal is to become some system engineer and the company cannot just provide them it's too the small for this goal how to solve this for but, example um, it's super senior engineer of the
0: the goals are something which i see as uh, again as a contract between the manager and the employee mm-hmm. so you should probably try to drive the definition of the goal towards the switch and uh, possibilities within the company in case somebody would define that he would like to be a rapper I'm not sure whether I can help him with that. <laughs> so I'm always trying to challenge the people to do the goals, which are, let's say outcome based and outcome oriented, but also somehow tailored to what the team or company needs. Also, for example, in the goals, I'm asking people to put there something which they really would like to improve. And it's a soft skill. Yes, many times with engineers, some technology specific, like Kubernetes and stuff like that, I'm challenging them, okay, what about uh, something which you are not feeling that great as, but may be helpful for your future career. And the uh, last question you That's had awesome.
2: a question. Do we have time for it? <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do. Okay. Um, boss. So <laughs> my my question is going back to um how to basically get the feedback from the external stakeholders. So I think that for example at our company we have a slightly different challenge than that blaming kind of um thing. We have more of a issue where we have 360 feedbacks we're actually asking the teams, the people that have worked, peers that have worked with the person um, in the past six months. And I think we have more of a challenge where people are too nice to each other actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my question maybe would be what (laughs) questions are you actually asking when you're trying to get feedback on your engineers to really get relevant Mm -hmm. feedback and not only the kind of nice things that I think everyone is happy to share, um, but actually understand what's
0: the actual performance of that person. So as, as I mentioned, I'm asking relatively senior people so that you know already a bit about what kind of feedback I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. In case the feedback is really like super positive, something like Alice did, I'm asking, are you sure there's nothing that person can improve? It's like the ideal employee. Mm-hmm. So I'm challenging them, uh, challenging on this line to making sure that because from my perspective, you know, in case I'm giving somebody the feedback. It's an opportunity to grow, you know. And yes, it's great that we will bless each other, Mm -hmm. but potentially we are not getting much to basically, hey, Mm -hmm. what we can do to make it even better. So in case somebody Mm -hmm. gives me that kind of feedback, I'm trying to basically ask, are you sure? Is there something? And also what I'm trying to do with my colleagues and peers, Mm -hmm. in case uh, I see somebody does something really great or something Mm -hmm. that's worked as well. I provide the feedback without uh, me me being asked. So basically I find a person's manager and Mm -hmm. I say, Hey, this person did really great uh, with uh, this project. I, I really appreciate how she approached this and that. Or in case there was some, let's say some room for improvement. I usually let the person know that, hey, I think this is something and potentially sometimes I'm, I, I also send it to their manager, but with them knowing that so that it is not blaming, but it's like objectively, hey, I told it to you, but I will probably let your manager as well. So that in case you would ask or something like that.
2: Maybe I can respond a little bit, uh, because I will talk a little bit about this. Yeah. Basically, I think that there is a difference if you ask what is negative about yeah. your feedback. Mm-hmm second question, and sometimes even completely different, is how that individual can grow. Mm-hmm. And there is always something to grow. <coughs> is you There's nothing negative about the person. if you will compare it to the current for instance. So I think it's about the question. Negative versus growth. And there's always something to, to grow. or I would And I think it was nice. in the Okay. <laughs> nice. So,
0: yeah.
1: Perfect. So, uh, I think Honza made a great job at uh, covering his case and his story, so thank you for that once again. Um, it's
0: like
1: Mister Last Lady. Is it bad? Yeah. Oh, okay. Doesn't that work. Hopefully worse. And now we want to move to to Martin, uh, where Martin is gonna, you know, describe his own story, the real one. <laughs> And uh, the story' is going to be about uh the real feedback because that's where we see the most of the cases that we are suffering in uh We all know that it's easy to provide a good feedback, but uh provide constructive feedback um Not about the uh the negative so, ones so nice segue. that's 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 a nice segue to to our talk. so uh, thank you for that and uh free to go uh, there was a five minutes break are you going to do that? Uh, it's, it's
2: fine I think we can move, move along so thank you very much um uh, Marianne actually provided a white picture for performance reviews. Onza started with uh, no feedback and how to transform uh, the culture to continuous feedback. I worked for Leftago and then for Productboard, and we spent a lot of time by defining various frameworks. But after a couple of iterations, it turned out that uh, the problem we had was not in you know, let's the framework, swizet or whatever is that, mm-hmm. but rather than do how to give properly particular feedback so when i was thinking about the topic for for the session the first choice was okay how we should give and master feedback, especially in
1: czech republic right
2: <laughs> so um i would like to ask you some cooperation I had a question uh, because honza actually started with culture of no feedback what do you think uh, is even worse than just not receiving any feedback what is that what do you think only clouded in feedback. Wait, but right. Like... It's a worse instance. I think it's a good direction. Misleading feedback.
0: feedback. Well, you know the slides, no, right? More no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> sincere feedback. Getting it late. Oh, right. right? Getting
2: it way too late. The feedback. Yeah. Yeah. And then I write I should say that I have delivered
0: wrongly in the wrong tone, like, to bring a mm.
2: or to a new manager? A lot of great ideas. Uh, the worst I've, I've seen was actually walking them. Uh, if I'm an engineer and someone who sure to carry your call size. <coughs> nice, nice. Okay. What should I do with them? If I'm a new manager and I'm doing, uh, the best within my first year my manager was sharing me, okay, you don't manage your team very well, <laughs> yeah. so it's not uh helping me and i, I actually don't know I, I did my best, but what should I do similar general statement very well not more or what i've uh seen uh we is a system, but, terrible, but yeah what is the what should I do with it and what is the context These are negative things or maybe good things, but even great job is on perspective very well because it's, it's very positive and it might uh, make my, my day but what should i do with it it's a great job but how did i uh, do in a great way so i think that the walk uh, feedback is actually the worst even worse than anything what we have discussed and we mentioned so far because uh, basically it uh, doesn't help if you share feedback with someone you basically have to go so you want to do Somehow uh, resolve something. There's an issue, so I would like to fix it specifically if you are in dirt But the second, uh, the second point for you is that you would like to help that individual basically to overcome that issue in uh, future. And this, this feedback, what was mentioned on the previous slide, uh, isn't helping at all. If I'm a an engineer and someone was sharing me that my code sucks, so I've th- even seeing that uh, it was very personal and it created a lot of stress because of uh, it's it's very work. There is ambiguity there, and yeah, uh, I a my bad person because I'm just writing bad code. If I'm a new manager and I'm doing my best in the first year, someone will show me that uh, you are managing the team very well. Uh, I might think that well, I'm a bad manager. Should I just jump into the well and again and do I c job, or even the worst thing is? Yeah, the person that shared with me that, that uh, feedback actually don't like me, and this created a lot of stress. I've already seen a couple of times uh, this this thing, this this work feedback, and it was not good. Overall, what is the where is the reason why why it's not good? Besides the personal thing, is that with a lack of detail. If you share with someone that this or her code sucks. What what is the, what is the context? Maybe I just did uh ninety nine percent of work very well, but you don't like some part and it's it's failing. So what what is the context for for my my bent, uh, my bent job? What is the what is the impact? Maybe as an engineer, uh, I see uh, other priorities there. So it might be fine that the uh, code is working, but it's slow, for instance. So what is the impact? Should I change my priorities, or what is what is overall planning? And the last thing, uh, the last part of uh, giving good feedback and it's missing in the walk feedback is okay. So I understand the code sucks. I understand maybe it's pie, but I did my best. And the question is what should I do uh, next time? And by the way, what, what is that? I, do, I don't know. I did uh, the best and I don't know what should I do next time and by the way. So uh, walk feedback is, is the worst from my perspective. Because it creates uh, stress, and it doesn't provide any detail for context, for impact, or for for guidance. So it's it's nice. I mean, it's not nice, right? But it's unfortunate to receive such feedback. It's unfortunate. And I would like to talk more uh, today about how to solve. It was a simple tool, and I was more than happy to use it a couple of times even for performance reviews, even within our, our my one-to-ones or even within a regular discussion. It's a very well-known framework that uh, somehow prescribes how you should formulate your sentences if you are talking with someone or you are doing something like that. Uh, what are the parts there? If you are talking someone to someone and you are sharing your feedback, there should be definitely the situation when this thing happened when and typically where, uh, what, what is the oral context? Why I'm giving you this, this thing, what is, what is the context uh, for the, for the feeling? The second part of uh, within this feedback is <laughs> or, or, or what happened, what did you do? Uh, how did you do that? And what is, what was your behavior and what, what was, what was happening? And the third part here is uh, what are, what, are what, is, what is the impact? What are the consequences How others? from other perspectives, uh, how they perceive, uh, what did you do, or what was the situation. It's a general prescription, so let's we could do some uh, examples. I took them from from IC perspective. Uh, In general, I feel that uh, there are two kinds of uh, feedback. You can uh, praise someone, this is the the second thing, Uh, and you can provide Usually it's <laughs> negative feedback, but I don't like it because you can just perceive everything uh, as a growth with some baseline and uh, typically individuals, sense of core companies are doing from this perspective uh, their best, but sometimes they don't know how success looks like and how they might solve the situation in a better way. So I call it growth feedback, not negative, but growth. And I try to always, uh, format and formalize my, my sentence, my feedback in that way. So if you want to look into uh, these examples, the situation, uh, in the SBI framework is, is, uh, same for both things that we as a company, or as a team or I individually developed, uh, some, some new service last week. is so is that situation, what actually happened and what was my behavior or what actually happened is that uh, there were no tests within uh, my code, the back home, and the impact for uh, for the situation was that the service unfortunately failed, was a high low, and unfortunately, because of this thing, we lost thing customers. So you can see that uh, there's a uh, situation, there's behavior or what happened, and there is impact. Similar situation from positive uh, perspective, yeah, I developed a new service last week. This is the situation. Uh, the behavior was that uh, we expected some performance of that algorithm, but I, I or you provided and really good feedback. You provided ten times faster solution. So, so this is what, what you did, and its impact. Uh, you are now market leader for for this software algorithm, whatever is that, and we have uh, ten new customers. That reach out to us and they would like to probably sign some contracts. so that framework is uh, usable for both the go feedback and for yeah. pricing and giving uh giving like positive so this is still theory so uh, for this uh, presentation i just look into all performance reviews and do do some anonymization of uh, my feedback what i gave to my direct reports so i have uh, three somehow a real world example with some specific specific details. If you're going to like look into the first one, uh, the situation, you joined the company and your start, uh, was somehow poor. but in the first 30 days, you didn't do what we expected. So this mm-hmm. is that situation, but your behavior was, uh, in the right direction and define complete goals. This is that behavior we did. And as an impact, this uh these concrete goals help you a lot to on mm-hmm. contract and right now as a, a manager, I can just uh evaluate your as uh meeting expectations. So mm-hmm. we can see that this literally this feedback form is the pattern, this BI situation impact. Mm-hmm. And this is this is why why it looks actually it's just one of the first when uh, I tried. It. Mm-hmm. The second example. <laughs> And the second feedback is uh, sure you can see that uh it's more uh natural language you can see that actually the situation is the second thing which is both here yeah i wrote some some code design this is the situation and your behavior was that you provided some some comments it might be very simple as you can see here and the impact and why i'm showing this this uh, feedback here was about okay so. Uh, <laughs> uh, I provided, uh. I created the, the component design. Uh, he commented this is actually over here, and really helped me. What is what is next? In fact, is that basically helped me to improve the document so the consequence was that you officially uh, in the team actually approved that design this is first or second consequence second back and the last is uh, that yeah, basically the approval was very fast so we can start coding uh this week my expectation was that it will happen in the next two weeks and i like this because you can see that uh, majority of the feedback is basically the chain of feedback and this usually helped me along to provide more details why such a behavior was very useful uh, from better from so I don't like the chaining of all feedback because you have a better uh, description and motivating people and so on. And the third uh third real example is uh expanded by uh guidance basically. You can also see that uh, the VI uh, we owned some some components uh, uh, in our last range, incident behavior. In uh, the situation, the behavior was that you actually forgot to let some monitoring there. And the impact was that, unfortunately, uh, it was Friday night and it's just there, uh, there was an incident. And uh, our correction failed for drovers and we had a few for so long. this is classical as VI, uh, again, in your worst order. But there is also guidance. U.S. Uh, leaders sometimes need to define guidance. What are your expectations? This is what, what Honza commented. Sometimes, uh, or in general, as a, as a leader, as a manager, we have gazillion uh, kind of work. But sometimes instead you say, OK, so let's go into this direction. And within the feedback, and specifically within the performance reviews, there are sometimes expectations for some specific task or feedback to define that uh, guidance. So you can just use SBI to define what happened, what was the impact, and also you say, okay, I explain that next time if this will happen again, right? why not? You will just uh, at least consider uh, this. This guidance will I providing to you. So uh, so far I talked about. SBI, like the framework, you can use it on uh, your one-to-ones. You can use it if you talk to your girlfriend, for instance. You can use it uh, whenever you want. But how to use it in uh, performance reviews? So this uh, this is about performance reviews? So first of all, is this is how to be specific. This is this is the point of um, all SBI the BI framework. Because the concrete evidence of the things what uh, happened is the most important and you can just learn the most from that. Specifically, if you consider that <coughs> performance reviews is some kind of summary, typically for half a year or for all year, and sometimes it might happen that uh, I don't remember that situation. Maybe I remember different details. So it's always mm-hmm. great to write uh, the full details and be very specific so we can just uh somehow enabled individual what actually happened there in my situation so first first advice <laughs> and first step is to be very specific uh performance reviews typically summary for uh half, or, or a whole year and you might or that individual might need your member <laughs> second thing is that uh i sometimes feel that uh, performance review itself is or has actually a negative Negative, uh, like no, it's more about giving feedback. It might not be pleasant. It's, it's it's negative. Second second part of that is that sometimes it's about pay rise. But overall, performance reviews are uh, about giving positive feedback and giving solid constructive feedback. I best practice those two, balance it, so refine and fine. Your three positive feedback and your three pro feedback to balance it in a way that uh, even for someone who has my grown a potential and is not doing a job from the career other uh, perspective, now let's always find some something positive. It's not about a sandwich uh, sandwich feedback, but it's about yeah, uh, you did something very well. Use SBI for that and define your three things of my good for next time. So let's, uh, in, in performance reviews, let's focus on positive and growth uh, as well. Third tip is obviously to use SBI. I want to highlight it here because it's uh, dual how to give back, but it helped me a lot of uh, times, even myself, because when I was thinking in this pattern about what happened, what was the impact, I sometimes realized something called without this framework, I would realize. For instance, the guidance. Okay, I, I don't like it. I don't. I understand the impact, but I don't know how to solve it. I need to study something that okay. you give my direct report some some guidance. So I definitely have to recommend uh, use it for all the feedback, not only for for instance, blog plan Use it for everything because you might even you know, find out new thoughts,
0: you don't the one. Uh, ordered
2: is what I mentioned uh, on the previous slide for some range of feedback it makes sense specifically for I know, new managers, new ICs to provide clients. If uh, they don't know how to solve the problems, and they are pretty much you, for instance, new managers. It makes sense to say, okay, uh, this didn't work, there's that situation, there's that behavior, this impacted the company in that way or, or myself in that way. And listen is the guidance what I mentioned on the previous slide, because it will help a lot that you do solve the situation uh, next time in a better way. And you are accountable for the solution as well. Fifth, uh, fifth tip is even if you provide uh, feedback in the performance review, you should approach it that it's still in your point of view. You might be very wrong even in performance review if you are direct manager. You just uh, get the feedback from all parties, but you still might be wrong. You don't have to have all the details. So my best practice was, yeah, let's get your feedback. Let's write it in the right way the DIY. Let's present it to that individual and basically share it in written form It's a performance review and give some time to process it and to react it. As I mentioned, you might be very wrong in, in some cases. It is very, very, it's great to ask, uh, what do you think about it? Maybe I just have only a fraction of details. So, what is your reaction? How do you feel about it? It's two way communication. It's not like sending some some letter with some, some performance review. It should be discussion. And best practice was okay, so uh, let's talk in the next week or tomorrow. Or let's grab beer or whatever is that. And basically have a discussion about yeah. the feedback. So, we can just see even from that. And the last, uh, you know, generative AI, that basically SBI as a situation, behavior, and impact in, in full details. It's a great, basically, context and source of information for GPT. So, when you approach a performance review and overall the yearly performance evaluation in continuous way, you will share all the mentioned you will share the feedback on a continuous basis on monthly one-to-ones or weekly one-to-ones you can just put that feedback into for instance gpg jet gpt GP, sorry and it will help you with that adding or to format everything and to summarize the context if you would use that vocal feedback this tool cannot help you because where are the information and if you format your feedback in that way, SBI way, situation, behavior, impact, this is really great. It's also really more information for uh, generative AI. So let's use it. It's, uh, it's it's a great way how to format the feedback and sometimes even give tone to that performance review. So you can, can definitely use it, but the, the prerequisite is to have full details for situational behavior. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> all. uh questions? Do you think what I am? So, uh,
0: you mentioned that the uh, guidance is handy for like junior people, but like more senior people than my girlfriend,
2: <laughs> really were pissed not to get the direct uh, guidance uh, to be my door management date than I manager but is there some hack how you deal with that to how to because sometimes you just with the guidance you just don't much much more sorry, do you have sorry. But, uh, and it's uh, this this is an example it's uh what well, is important here and uh actually are like provided a very for course wide the keyboard here is considered um i can say okay so next time you to use this or whatever is that something something like or I can say okay so please next time consider it it might be wrong for fifty percent of cases for fifty percent of cases it might be very few so what's us consider it it's just up to you if you feel that uh, this is a uh, very general people and this this guidance will help a lot and uh, I think you will grow in a couple of months you scenario the because of this guidance how it's, let's use the island. If you feel that it might be some kind of escape for an individual, you know, well, probably 20% of occurrences, uh, it's, that's for my data my consider, might use, and so on. So it's about like, right, what we can have to do is that's a playlist difference. Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I, would, I would not suggest to use and be a friend. If you don't want to be an uh, ex-girlfriend, no. like, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: Oh, uh, I have a good experience with <laughs> the
0: <laughs> girlfriend or his girlfriend? A <laughs> <laughs> girlfriend.
2: <laughs> Any other questions?
0: You mentioned that you uh,
2: tend to write down the feedback mm-hmm. and then provide it to the reviewee. Uh, do you do it in advance or right at the spot when you meet the reviewed
0: person and discuss it later?
2: This is a very tricky discussion and a questions. And thanks for that. Um, the best practice was to share it, or what I've seen so far, was to share it uh, 15 minutes before a meeting. Mm-hmm. So that individual will have some time to read it, but not to iterate during the nights on top of the feedback. So that individual has read it in 15 minutes and you have the meeting and you can explain all the details there. And after that, after the discussion, you can just give a couple of days, a couple of hours to process it and to provide the right group feedback. I don't have good experience with sharing uh, the textual version of that, then give, I don't know, nights, few days, whatever, and just have a serious discussion about it because it's still written text and. Even if you use SBI, there's a lack of a lot of details, right? You cannot just describe it in, in full, this would be no So uh, my advice on the best approach I've seen, let's share it upfront, for minutes, 15 minutes, so that you can read it, but you have a chance to explain it in your own words. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Thank you. But maybe you have a uh, different experience, some
0: of your growth.
1: Okay, so I guess we are good. Okay, uh, that, that's amazing. Through the framework, if you have all those insight about the cases, about the situation, understand, but it often happens because I'm already hands off uh, that I don't have it, and I will have to go overanalyze for every one-on-one. Basically, have two more one-on-ones with leads or other peers to get well, the required, triple my one-on-ones or something. Uh, do you have any three thousand more? What should you have, should I do if I don't have the insights, this? So, uh, if you if you want to
2: do give feedback, you should have the insights. It's, it's, otherwise, it's it's very they are on the, on the weak spot, right? So, when we did uh, specifically for performance reviews, we uh, we had we used to uh, call our uh, trend and ask for a uh, thirty sixty feedback, and when I found that uh, there is some weak spot for me. I just usually ask in person that uh, peers of that individual okay so please uh, there's something, some 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 topic. So can you please give me some details? So I will have full context for, for that. It was for specific cases when I felt that uh, I'm on weak spot so not for everyone, but only for the cases. So sometimes in the studio go in person to that individual like no, peers to that individuals and you just ask some details. And obviously. It might happen that even with the details, you just will fail with, uh, with giving feedback. So, as I mentioned, it's a small discussion, so we can just get uh, and ask for additional feedback from, from the team or peers sort or of direct mode if you are doing stuff mm-hmm. So, it's always about the context. And if you want to be accountable for the team or group of teams, you still should be able to somehow get the context. And if you are just not hands on, or it's this out of your let's say scope right now. This is my best practice. Yeah. Sorry, do, do, do we have some, some, no? Yeah. good. <laughs> okay. So now uh, we can can talk about it afterwards.
1: Okay, perfect. Uh I'm sorry because we are running short <laughs> of time. So uh for <laughs> okay. okay, so perfect. I think we can um give it a go, uh, hopefully, um, yeah, uh, there'll be no break. Sorry for that, uh, nevertheless, you are free to get yourself drunk, uh, or do whatever you might uh, we are adults. There is no reason to, you know, make sure that, uh, you hear everything up to every detail, nevertheless, I want to close, uh, our meeting with, uh, something highly valuable for you, something highly practical. Something that might really be eye-opening for some cases, and uh, I'm going to do it in a very similar way that our uh, speakers did, meaning being practical here, talking stories. So uh, please, if you can uh, give me yet an- another, hopefully, 15 minutes of your time, mm-hmm. I would love that. Okay, perfect. So let's let's start with one thing. You know, I was talking about you know to make performance reviews laugh. Of course, it's sort of exaggerated. <laughs> we all know it. Uh, what we meant to say, what's, what's in the real, what's in the real in the, the reality of things is that I think we can, uh, move it to an optimum when uh, people find it an easygoing process, easygoing system that, uh, you know, goes in a, a pretty given direction with uh, all the necessary details for the junior and, or senior managers. That's one of the aspects. The other aspect is, as we are saying, uh, the fairness. Why are we do the performance reviews? Why, we do, why do we have the current carry frameworks? There is nothing more than fairness in that. Okay. Usually the case is that, uh, you know, after we have 40 plus developers, uh, there is one senior complaining to a junior that, you know, why this guy has got a senior title. I don't get it. Or why that guy uh, has got a higher salary myself. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So these are the things that we want to cover again, the principle of transparency why that guy got it and for fairness meaning like we are on the same page here okay and we were talking about it so i want to expose a couple of tips and tricks that are uh, that were helping me to make sure that actually my people my teams will love the way how the performance reviews the number one tip is that uh sometimes you know and uh, here we are at pure storage where uh, i'm pretty sure that the, uh, the system is pretty much mature. Nevertheless, you're going to be surprised how many companies are sort of struggling with that. How many companies are struggling with bringing some sort of uh, lightweight system to their companies. And they're they are waiting for the time. Uh, there's the picture of the time. Hopefully you can see it. <laughs> uh, so uh, usually what I see in the companies is that let's wait for HR until they come up with something monstrous, something, you know, uh, gigantic, that's not the real thing in my opinion, and we can do better to be very specific. What I want to highlight here is that for example, we don't need to wait for that stang, what can we do instead? And I think Hansa was covering that, uh, pretty well before Is I, I said, let's have contracts, let's build contracts in the written form. I don't remember what I was talking with Honza about half a year ago, what he should be doing, what his goals are. And after six months from now, I have no idea what are the details. And he can roast me about it. And I cannot say uh, shit, sorry for using these words, about saying that whether he accomplished the goals or he did not. So having these things in a written form, it's a simple thing to start having this uh, thing, like, you know, in a private Google sheet or whatever, uh bit share between the two people, uh, you would be surprised. Uh, what's the benefit of that? That is one thing. The second thing that I want to expose here, and again, we've covered it a little bit, is, uh, what I found out what worked pretty well is not just how to have the, was that the, <laughs> the left-hand side being covered, meaning like, what are the goals, but, uh, what I love having is the definition of success, what it really means in real. To be very specific, i got an example for you that uh, I want to, when it comes to the delivery improvement, I want to see there is an outcome related to that. To be better, uh, better worded, worded, the outcome is that I really want to see that that person experience the way how we work, the way how we deliver uh, the new functionality end to end. They are owning that and, uh, they bring that to success. Meaning the customer is happy about the delivery, right? The second thing might be usually that's what I see quite uh, repeated quite often. You know, after I read the book, I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) What's the benefit of that? So you should formulate it as an outcome. The outcome for me is that yeah, Papa, please feel free to go for the conference. But the outcome is that we'll be sharing your summary and your thoughts at your, you know, community of practice, your guilt, whatever that is. That is the outcome. The outcome is not that I will attend something. Nobody cares. Nobody does. Okay. So what I'm trying to say, try to think of outcomes. First of all, make sure that it's in the written form because after half a year, I'm 44 years old and I have no idea what I was talking about six months ago. And the second thing is that make it uh, the definition as a definition of success to be outcome based. Okay, this is a very specific example of that. Uh, just to be uh, uh, to be uh, to be more relevant to that, uh, I remember once I was uh, closing a contract or definition of success with one of the guys, and the objective was uh, that he will get uh, he, he will lose uh, uh, he will get more fit uh, with getting a uh, 15 kilo <laughs> Is it a delivery goal? I don't think so. Is it uh, some tangible goal? I would say so. Why, why have I made a decision? Because I was sure that uh, after he commits to that, actually, to be honest, it will help him uh, to feel much better. Mm -hmm. And I want to see, and I want to make sure that these people feel much better, that they are supported, that they have something that is tangible to them and the way that, that they grow. First of all, you need to clean up this table before you want to grow. This is your table, okay? So it might sound like a funny story, but it helps. And we are a little on here. Uh, there are very practical examples of how to create some sort of a current frameworks, even the lightweight ones. Um uh, actually you might know that I was part of use uh once, yeah, <laughs> a couple of uh, I would say years ago. Where we're creating a pretty robust framework, uh, which is still lightweight. So you might wanna uh, have a look there at the GitHub. And then actually, sure there is even a better source for you. The source is called Progression FYI, where you have, um, I would say, up to 100 of open sourced carrier frameworks and levels that you, are, you, that you might wanna use right from scratch. You don't have to wait for HR to come up with a monstrous, tankish flight framework. Just do it on your own. That's how things usually move forward. The second tip comes down to finding the right goals. And you know how it feels. Usually you have a junior developer or you are junior yourself or you are new in the, in, in the company. Who the hell is helping you with building, you know, some sort of proposal for your, for yourself? W- what am I, what, what I'm aspiring to achieve? What am I good at? What I want to be good at, right? And uh, if you're never really experiencing that into, you know, coming up with a proposal, what I might want to achieve for in the next six months from now, and I'm me as a manager, I'm going to ask you, please, Oza, come up with your proposal, Oza is completely lost. He's sweating. <laughs> his girlfriend has become an ex-girlfriend <laughs> uh, there is no way uh, you, you know uh, how to how to help Rosa eventually but actually there is it's about how to provide a good enough ammunition to make sure that people have the right pool of ideas to choose from so uh, to be more specific uh, hopefully it works okay uh, to be more specific, I'm not going to be more specific here. Okay. Uh, I, I jumped by one slide. It doesn't, doesn't really matter. I will provide you links the afterwards, but to be more spe- the, the word specific is that you can basically uh, cover more of the things compared to just the delivery terms. Usually your goal sounds like, you know, uh, you will never deliver XYZ. That is part of the roadmap. Or your usual goal coming to your mind is that uh yeah, I want to get better at my you know craftsmanship, meaning like the technical knowledge, the my knowledge, the leadership knowledge. Nevertheless, you might have you might want to have another source of ideas that you want to provide. The one secret tip that I love using is uh, uh is there anybody who heard of uh, thought uh uh how's that uh, thoughtworks radar? Cool. Fortress Radar is a pretty known source of what are the new tools, the new domains, the new languages, the new whatever, you know, systems that are early early adopted or, you know, deeply adopted or just uh, being some sort of a... Trial to make sure that things are going in the right direction. So uh, basically, it gives you a portfolio, It gives you a portfolio of, of opportunities. What are the newest technologies you, can, your developers, can play with or experiment with? You don't have to basically, uh, you know, things uh, from that from scratch <laughs> and uh, uh, without having no issues. Whether that will really help or not, that is one thing. The second thing might be uh, people often neglect. Uh, the relationship, uh, you know, aspect when it comes to individual developers. So what I really value is that, for example, one of the goals that I love actually is, uh, uh, you know, uh, Yurka, you are new, therefore, uh, there's some sort of a new starter joining, joining our team. So, uh, your definition of success will be that you will take care of Yurka and Yurka will stay with us. Uh, after the probation period, this is very really strong. I don't care about how much of the roadmap that you deliver. If you make sure that there is a teamwork in the team, this is a much stronger and much effective goal compared to having a simplistic delivery in place. Okay. Uh, we'll give you a full list of uh, what are the abilities and actually that's what I do, I provide a full list. It's uh, I would say one A4 page that sort of describes what might be uh, the the pool of different ideas that people can can uh, think of, and it's really powerful. The tip number three it works. Okay, uh, this might sound pretty trivial, Nevertheless, sometimes we uh, totally uh, screw it up, <laughs> which is about uh, making sure that actually it's not you dictating the goals. So, the rule should be before you come up to your direct reports, make sure you give them, give them space to come up with their proposals. Hey, John. Hey, Yurka. Hey, Peter. Hey, Sarah. What are your aspirations? Give me a list of top five things that you want to cover for the next uh, six months from now. If I make it vice versa, meaning I'm gonna dictate, I think this is what you are worth improving at, or this is what you might want to accomplish. Even though I might be right, I totally lose the ownership. Your guys gonna kick me in balls, basically. They're not gonna care. They they lose their ownership. So please t- take that in mind. All of us, and that's a rule. It's not an assumption. It's not a suggestion. It's a rule. Make sure that you ask your people to come up with the proposal. The number four, and I think we were talking about it already. Having uh, one sentence or two sentences being described by, you know, what the goal is, make sure that you transfer that message. To sound outcome based. So that's really important for you. You want to make sure that the outcome is represented there, that you have a clear definition of success. Without the definition of success, we can spend, you know, it 20 minutes, 30 minutes discussing. So what was the agreement six months ago? I don't know. I have no rights to roast you. I don't. So just make The definition of success be a really one-on-one part of your contract. That's my strict advice. Number five, and I think we've covered that pretty well, is that if there's anything to remember from this talk, that's about having the monthly, small monthly check-ins about how things are going in terms of your performance development plan or initial development plan, however we call it. If we don't have these monthly check-ins, what message do we propagate to our direct reports? The message is that although we have the current framework, we don't care. (laughs) That's the message. Let's be honest. We built and agree on the new goals for upcoming six months, but six months we are not asking about what's the progress there. The message is. I don't care about your progress in real. This is some sort of artificial, superficial system that sort of help us to get you on a high level eventually. But to be honest, I don't care. This is an issue we, that we get if we don't take care of that, right? So, my advice is to make sure that at least once per month, I'd be part of your one to ones. You are asking your direct boss about. Hey, John, uh, speaking of your your progress, so what you are in terms of your individual development plan, can I you? Can I help you? Can I give you some support? Uh, is there anything I can do for you? Usually we hear the sentence, I'm busy. I will cover that later on. <laughs> but it's really important to make sure that we are actually talking and pushing people to make work on these pieces. If we don't, the message that we are providing is really that I don't care whether you are senior or mediator. You are just, uh, I would say, <laughs> you know, a person. Uh, and the Lincoln was Volkswagen for me. Sorry to put it this this way, but this is what it is. To me, the one thing to remember as well is that if we want this system work, whether it's complex or lightweight. One of the things that we need to maintain is that we make sure that it's fair. Without being fair, without creating the system being fair, we failed. We want to be, we want to be fairly evaluated. We want to get fair opportunities. We want to be fair. Okay. One simple trick above all that I want to share with you is that I think you know it, uh, Usually, companies are doing some sort of calibrations, if you know what I mean, about making sure that people sort of uh, acknowledge and estimate another people's efforts in the sort of similar way. So there is no big uh, difference in between, right? The one thing that I'm particularly paying attention on is the notion of persistence. What I mean to say by that is that persistence gives me the element of fairness in the first place. And to me, the persistence is that, let me tell you a story. We have two objectives for one person. That person says, I've accomplished everything for you. This is your new theme park. (laughs) And uh, after two months or after two weeks, the outcome of that input or, you know, of that benefit is evaporating. It's getting away. You know what I mean? Uh, for example, you know, I wanted you to imp- improve our two-level code review process. So that person did something for that. They wrote a nice document or something. But after two weeks, we find out that we are where we were before. There's no persistence. Or I want to improve a certain system or whatever in generic. uh, uh at the performance review talk, it sounds that you've accomplished your thing, but again, after a month or a week from now, again, the outcome of that evaporated, meaning it's not persistent. And, and you know, you know how it feels. You know how it goes, right? Most of the people are working on things like you know, so it sounds and uh, it seems nice and it seems done, and that's the biggest thought that a manager can do. You basically devaluate your culture. So what I mean by the persistence is that I really want to see the outcome of that. I really want to see it's it's written down in the documentation. I want to see that person did some sort of a knowledge sharing session about that about that improvement. I want to see it's being automated within the process. For example, I want to see it is written in stone. I want to see it is persistence persistent. This level of persistence gives you a good enough level for the fairness. Because if one person says, it seems nice, and the, uh, and the other person says, you know, I want to make it uh, work and see it working real, then that's the element where the unfairness comes from basically. Plus, if we sort of, uh, you know, uh, just pretend that we accomplished something and uh, nobody complains about, you know, having the result being evaporated, Basically, what we are, the message that we are spreading is that, you know, your word doesn't matter. That's not the best way how to influence your culture. Okay. So much about persistence. Uh, The tip number seven, and I think we spoke about it for a while with Martin, which was about, and that's really practical. uh, You might have a situation that, I'm a team lead, or I'm an engineering manager. I used to be great. I used to be great at backend, but now I have a how's that called? Uh, you know, cross-functional team of people from backend, frontend, QA, data, no, you know, w- w- whatever else uh, the roles other roles are, and you don't you don't feel strong in these domains, of course. So my advice is, please, by all means. Feel free to invite a technical expert or the domain expert in that field. That's totally fine. Feel free to invite that person for just 15 minutes of the talk at the performance review, or at least ask for the feedback. If you don't, then uh, you don't have the right ammunition in your hands. Asking for the feedback, that's at least what you can do, right? And it's not shame to ask for the feedback we cannot be genius in each and every domain especially these days please do invite technical experts or domain experts in uh, the domains that you are unsure of and actually people will welcome it instead number eight uh this one took me some time to digest to find the value this one is about exposing not only the delivery principles and the delivery outcomes, it's more about, uh, writing things down, what were the things, the great things that, uh, that these people have accomplished for us. Usually we are obsessed by, you know, delivering on the roadmap or delivering on the leadership, whatever else, or, you know, what's the standard scope of, of, of ours. Nevertheless. Imagine you have an IC, you have a developer. In my eyes, delivering the roadmap, that's for granted. That's standard. And I'm not going to value you for that. What I value instead is that, for example, you have a situation that that person was able to help another person to make the right decision. You know how it feels. You are, you're at the, meeting, at, the, at, the, at the meeting for the third time about the very same topic, for fuck's sake. What the hell is happening here? How much do you value the person that helps you resolve the very same issue at the very first meeting? We should, we should praise them for that. We should raise that up throughout our performance review. This is what you you did well. How many times do we, we say that, you know, you've come up with something great, with a great idea, with a great proposal. That's what I love. I love bottom up approach. This was a really great idea. You have involved, fall, uh, you know, fall through. This is the no good request for change, for this or that. That's what I love, actually. I love seeing people who come up with their ideas. Resolving conflicts. That's a thing that we totally forgot about after six months at the performance review. I love seeing people and uh, praise people for, you know, we had a, an issue with uh, Yurka and Kamel And you came up for, I don't know, whatever reason. And only Sada, started it work, started working. I uh, hope it's not me. I'll try to fix it. Yes. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And obviously, uh, uh, I'm talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> and again, to me, the most important thing, whether we are in the face of stabilization or growth, what I praise the most is not delivery. What I praise the most is if I see Yurka has been helping to a new starter. And the new starter is happy about, well, where he or where they are at. To me, this is the most of the value people can bring to. And again, we are forgetting about this aspect. So what I want to share with you here is, please, there are another, let's say, areas or dimensions that you might want to think of that actually are a great source of your ammunition to uh, praise people because uh, they deserve it. If we focus only on delivery, it's great, Peter, that you you, you help us accomplish X, Y, Z. So what? Again, we are at the Volkswagen line. That's the message. Even though we are doing well. This is sort of controversial. Uh, I end up doing one trick, which is if the person doesn't perform, I don't have the performance review with them. Fuck them. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm really serious. I'm roasting that person. There are other people having performance reviews. He's the one not having the the review. He's coming back to me and says, Hey, Marianne, how about our performance review? And I'm like, do you think we deserve it? Do you think there is a value in talking together? It's a wake-up call compared to pretending that, hey Yurka, let's have another, let's say, let's give him let's give chance to Yurka for another half a year and another three months and another three months. You know how it feels. You know how it goes. You know where it goes, right? This is the trick that I'm using. You will be surprised how much it works. It works pretty well. <laughs> I want to be fair. It's a principle of fairness. Again, we are fair. Nothing more than that. The number 10 coming to an end. Again, we are living in Central Europe. Czech Republic. Sometimes I was on the end of that, which is I forgot to thank people. In the end. Of the talk, of the performance where you talk, it was like, okay, this is your score. Fuck off. <laughs> if you do that, that's what I deserve. Yeah. So again, just to thank people for their contribution, for their loyalty, for just the saying them, hey, Peter, I'm really glad that you are here with me. That I, that. I can rely on you. You actually end up motivating that person for the next half a year. One fucking sentence. One true sentence. We don't want to go against the principle of fairness. Of course, we don't want to talking another way around, right? Just thank people for their contribution. They deserve it. Tip number one After you to end up your performance review talk with each and every person that comes from your learning report. Which works really well if you want to show up or if you want to uh, ask for a raise. <laughs> As an engineering manager, you might want to update uh, upwards the manager how things ended up. And here's the very specific example of that. I'm talking about a PG battle. Uh, You know, that's the... The mutual satisfaction of us is 9 out of 10, or it might be 4 out of 10. It's just a sentiment. The score, uh, usually in case we have the performance review frameworks, the score is that, you know, how much we moved with the needle, whether that person has got another level, level, what's my proposal when it comes to their salary change. What's uh, you know the underlying contract? Meaning, like how their previous PDP plan ended up, and uh, what's uh, new at their, play, their plate? What's the person's potential? There is one thing that that I want to raise that up. Usually, the biggest inefficiency of performance review frameworks and uh, you know, career frameworks as such is that they're looking at the history, meaning. They are forgetting about people's potential, the future potential. So please think of that before doing such certain judgment or decisions or hard decisions on a uh, specific people, It shouldn't be about just, uh, historical numbers, it should be about people's potential. If you don't have it there, your framework might be working, but not well enough. Usually it, it ends up the way that, uh, you know, Peter is not there yet. He's going to be there in a half a year. Uh, he's a great potential. We, uh, have taken care of them for, 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 of him for, let's say seven months from now. Uh, we are really satisfied with him, but guess what? People's going to leave in two weeks from now. That's what happens if you don't include people's potential in your calculation. And again, some comments, the way, how it works and so on that that's really you know, if you, if you do this sort of list and present that to your direct manager, uh, actually that will make a huge difference because other people don't do that. Again, the principle is transparency and I want to finish here. What I want to say, this is the, exactly the slice that I was, you know, doing five minutes ago, <laughs> uh, to me, uh, the, one of the highlights of our talk is really about, I see often people talking about career frameworks and performance reviews as an opportunity to get a higher salary or to get it to a higher level. Stop thinking about it this way. The performance review framework here is for making sure that you grow in your expertise, in my opinion. And if that framework allows that to you, uh, be grateful for that. Be happy with that. You don't have to uh, grow from junior to middle to mid to senior to I don't know staff and principal architects once per half year. It's totally fine. Of course, the framework has to adjust your salary towards the way how you move with the score. That's totally fine. But uh, it's a false, false assumption to expect that you know I will get my uh, you know a level raise once per half year. That's not uh, what's what it what it's designed for. And actually, my message is that. If you convince people that it helps them to grow uh, in their expertise, as opposed to the levels, why, why do you care about levels? Of course, there might be a contradiction with that. You know, the levels might ensure me that, you know, there's my third kid being born, so I want to get the race. <laughs> I get it, but it shouldn't be the primary motivation. And the last thing I wanted to highlight, please, we as manager. Managers, we have to care of our people. The only way and one of the ways how to make it visible and transparent and uh, practical walk in the talk is to have that conversation, five minutes conversation, at least once per month, that's what, what, we, what we sort of highlighted. There are, we are, just, there are frameworks that they do some sort of mini check-ins once per month as well, some sort of mini performance reviews. Just to make sure that we demonstrate and make make it real that we really want to see that people people grow around us. It's not some sort of artificial system that tells us that, you know, this is the minimum and the maximum of your salary. Uh, Please move away. That's not the, you know, the purpose of the system. (coughs) Okay. I think there are, there will be, and there are many other questions about, you know, uh, how to handle a person who doesn't want to welcome your feedback, uh, how to treat uh, people that come back to you with the never ending question of, I'm so busy. I don't have time for your growth plan. <laughs> uh, we want to cover that maybe at our drinking party networking sessions or later on. I'm, I will be really pleased to do that. Uh, so there is still some secrecy <laughs> that I want to keep here, of course. So uh, what I'm hoping, if I skip the questions, because there will be a beer, is that each of you got some value from our talk. Each of you has got something to come back to your company and to improve either on your own for your dark reports or to come up with a proposal to a manager or to your CEO. Is that, you know, I don't think we do it well. Enough. This might be a small improvement and actually it's worth it. Please do that. So uh closing that meet up with the number ten meetup will be held in January uh here in Prague at uh We don't have the theme yet. <laughs> that's something that we need to uh come up with, of course. But uh you are nevertheless very welcome to to join that. I think most probably uh we have Peter here. So if you can uh Peter come up here. Yeah, sure. Uh, We'll have a talk about most probably, you know, either making sure that how how we make sure that uh, we grow the very new team. Yeah. This might be one of the things or how to make sure that, uh, you uh, you know, uh, that an IC guy or IC person, IC lady, (laughs) uh, make it uh, well throughout the career progression to the engineering manager. Right. That's one of the highlights that uh, we are talking about. There might be another topic, so don't get surprised if we switch to something <laughs> different. Uh, nevertheless, uh, feel free to join us at make.com. Uh, uh, it's going to be 9th January, slightly. Yeah. Likely, yeah. Right? so I come. see you there. Yeah, so that will be it. Uh, thank you, Peter. Uh, all the slides are at this link. You can download that, of course. No need to take pictures. And uh, with that in mind, feel free to have uh, some fun times. Some network will, I think, go uh, down the bar. Or even even here. So with that in mind, if you can uh, uh Honza Martin come back to uh to the stage. After Mr. Doctor. So uh with that in mind, I wanted to thank you to all of you uh attending you know this special session. Hopefully, as I was saying, it did brought you a value, an idea, what to improve. I wanna thank to Honza. Okay. I want to thank to, to Martin and especially to Pure Storage helping us uh, to make and organize this event for free. One of the uh, conditions that we had, that I have, is that we are not looking for sponsors. We don't want to massage you with sponsoring shit. <laughs> uh, we want to talk real thing. So thank you for that. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for the guys. <laughs> so uh big to the them. We would be surprised sometimes it's not really easy to uh, talk in front of, you know, clo- close to 80 people. So uh, again, kudos for that. And again, kudos to you that, uh, you know, you made it work. And I will be more than happy to have a drink or whatever Coke uh, with you. I mean, Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mom is pretty strict. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, see you around in January. And uh, I hope that you enjoyed the whole ride. So thank you. And again, enjoy. Bye.